Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is time for the dark carousel. Alrighty, boys and girls, let's do this. So, today on the Dark Carousel Podcast, um, it's just me today, yay, everybody was busy, so, so sorry. So, what we've been up to, this past few weekends, we've been playing D&D, it's been uh, myself, uh, Sandman, Skids, Snags. Well, Snags has been alternating because, you know, he had his kids this past weekend, so he's been in and out. And then all Mr. Scott Watkins Watkins from the Great American Creep Show. So, we've been having fun. It's something different. Um, It's a lot of long hours. A lot of long hours. But anyhow, how are you all doing? We don't see too many comments from you fuckers anymore. So... For those that followed us on Facebook, here's an update on that. We have not done anything on Facebook in quite some time, just due to the fact that Facebook is a bitch. They like to block your stuff or say you stole somebody's shit or you're using somebody's shit or so on and so on and all the other fake bullshit, and really you're not. Um, Because a lot of the stuff that we do do, or as far as even sounds, whatever, most of them we generate or make ourselves or snags created. Or we legally purchase the license for them. So therefore, you know, we own what we use. So, Facebook likes to argue with us all the time about it. And they deleted a bunch of our shows the other day. So, I don't know what's going on. And that's why we just, we haven't been on Facebook. So, fuck them. So, we will continue to do what we are doing here. For now. And if anything else comes up, we'll give it a shot or whatever. Also, um, we're still on the fence about what we're going to do for concerts this year. I would love to do Ink. Ink looks great this year. But again, it's about the funds. You know, funds. That that plays a major role when you're trying to get into these things. you got to have the money to buy the tickets. So, I think Skids is going to go. And... Again, I would love to go. I don't. I just don't know how it's going to come down, and if it does, it's going to be the last-minute decision. So we'll see how that goes, and if we do, I'll keep you guys updated and posted all other stuff, and I'll put pics if we do go. On with the news. <laughs> Yay. So, again, back to the D&D. We, uh, the first night that we played was uh, two weeks ago. Um, we played from 3 in the afternoon until 3 in the morning, so it was a 12-hour session. It was pretty long. Um, my thoughts on D&D, it's not too bad. It's okay. Um, it's a lot, a lot going on, a lot of writing involved. There's a lot of stuff. And again, I'm learning. I still have a lot to learn. Um, but Sandman is a legend. He's been playing for, I think, 30 years, I think. And he's just got a lot of experience in it and just knows the ins and outs. And he's an, he's an awesome DM. He has great storytelling. And it's cool because the table 
I built in the garage. It's not just like a normal map you would play off of. This is actually a 3D table with all different realms in it, and it's pretty sweet. I got it all wired up to where he can turn, you know, lights on and off and just do all different special effects. So, And again, the table keeps growing too. So I recently just bought a castle that's pretty huge, and uh, it has to be made still. Uh, I won't receive it till sometime in April, but I'm looking forward to that, and, and I know Sandman is because he's really big, and for those D&D people out there that are listening, uh, he's really big into the uh, the Curse of Strahd, I think that's what it's called, um, but he's really big into that, and he was like excited because this, cap- this castle that I'm having made breaks down in all these different layers that you can actually go inside of it, and he's like, yeah, a kid in a candy shop. So he's excited, and I'm excited, you know, something something new look forward to also uh this past weekend we played um again we had to play without snags this weekend he was busy so we still made the best of it and you know it was the four of us total um three players one dm i know you should have more players but it was still fun we had great laughs um we always you know get food or my wife will make food for us and we had again this weekend we had chili and um she also made some dessert for us so that was awesome so we had good time then, the good thing about D&D is what I do like about it is because it's got a lot of darkness in it. A lot of a lot of behind-the-scenes things, the monsters, and, you know, and that's something I get into because some of these creatures that we go against are, you know, pretty wild-looking. And, again, Sandman always keeps it interesting and just makes it just awesome. Awesome good time. So, within the next few weeks or so, again, I'm supposed to be expecting some more parts and stuff, so we'll continue... To make the table bigger and more in depth. That way it's, you know, there's no dull moment. It's always some new scenery being added. And it's like, I, I sometimes I won't even say nothing to the guys. I like, I let them come in and I let them sit down for a minute. I'm like, so you guys notice anything? Oh shit, check that out. You know, so everybody gets excited. So it's pretty cool. Uh, what else? I was trying to think. Uh, there is so many, like I bought a book the other day about it. And it tells you like, it's the player's handbook, but it's a newer one that just came out. And it just... This book is like an inch and a half thick, and it just tells you so much in detail the rules on how to do this, on how to do that, and then just tells you just information in general on everything. And, you know, I'm not big on reading. I I hated to read in school. I mean, yes, I can read. But, no, I just I was just never a person to get into books. This book here, even though it's for informational purposes, it's still a pretty good book, and I love it. And then some of the illustrations for people that love art and, you know, that are into Lord of the Rings type stuff and shit like that. It's it's got some pretty neat artwork in it as well. So. Also, I'm not trying to get too far off subject here because you know I'm talking about the D and D. The haunt world right now, awkwardly, has kind of been slow. Shattered FX, folks. If you are really like seriously, it's like a little mini commercial. If you're looking seriously right now for something creative, and dude, go check them out. And again, I'm not. I know, I tell you guys all the time, Immortal is my place, and it is. But Shattered is right there with them. I love it. They are they have been so creative lately and they keep coming out like every week because I'm on I'm on all their pages and I watch all their stuff that comes out. And they keep coming out with awesome stuff. So again, go check their stuff out. And you know, they're pretty good priced on everything. Um I still wish they would reword some of their masks because it's a difference between an immortal half mask and a shattered half mask. Shattered half mask is more of a quarter mask, and then they just put a sock on it, which, whatever, it's still a nice mask, but rename it. <laughs> but I like them. They're good stuff. Go check them out. Shattered. 
Immortal. Immortal still puts out, you know, stuff usually once every other week. You know, they have a new sculpt coming out or whatever. It, you know, they're they're doing good. Um, and their stuff, again, even though some of their stuff that they've been coming out with isn't necessarily for me, it's still good artwork. It's great sculpting abilities. And he has just great artists that work for him and Immortal. And again, they're awesome as well. Um, some of the other companies have been kind of quiet. You know, CFX, I haven't seen too much out of them. I mean, I try to follow them, and theirs has been pretty quiet. They'll come out with a few here and there, but they've just been quiet. Um, but again, just for all the characters out there and the haunters that are trying to come up with these new characters, again, go check these places out. You know, you got plenty of time still before Haunt. Start building you some characters and start getting creative. And then I know sometimes it's hard because some of your haunts have designated characters they want you to be, but... Sometimes, dude, you'll blow their socks off when you walk up with it. Check out my new character, you know, and it might light bulb, you know, and they might be able to put you in somewhere different and use that character. So, again, you just never know. Plus, it all depends on the size of your haunt, if they have roamers, if they, if you just, it, it all depends. So, or if you just even want to do it as a collection, you know, there's all different options. So, I don't know. Today's one of them so days. I'm going to be using the word so. Get over it. To get me a little drink. On with the show. So we've been talking about D and D, and again, I know that has nothing to do with haunt or anything like that. So with the D and D, you know, I am one of them guys. I love to create just whatever, and I get bored. And when I find scrap material in the studio from making other haunt projects or props or whatever, I look around sometimes and like guys will come to me like, hey man, do you think you can make this for d and I'm like, okay, let me look into it and I'll start drawing. And boom, I'll create some. So a couple weeks ago, um, I bought I bought myself and Sandman a dice tower from Etsy and they're pretty cool. Um, only problem is not all, even though they say they're D&D dice, they're for D&D, everybody knows it's seven dice, right? Well, some of these dice are different sizes. I know... Before anybody says, oh, well, yeah, dumbass, you got a D6, you got a D20. I understand that. But what I'm saying is, no, literally, like a D20 on one set was way bigger than the other set. It's like, what the fuck? So, anyhow, I bought Sandman, because he's also a.k.a. Dr. Psycho. I bought him this Plague Doctor dice tower. It's awesome. So I got it. I painted it up for him. It's just beautiful. Well, my set of dice, my 20-sided, will not fit down it. His set, all of them fit down except his eight-sided dice. So it, it's just kind of weird on why certain dice, I don't know. I thought all dice were regulated, but I guess I don't know anything about dice, I guess. So but so what I did is some of the other guys that played didn't have a dice tower. And, again, the way I designed the table, you got plenty of room. But when you throw dice, it's easy for them to bounce around. Sometimes they hit the floor chasing them around. Well, with dice towers, they're good because, you know, as they come down the tower, they come into, you know, a cup area that will hold them, keep them from running all over the place. So the guys asked me, hey, man, do you think you could do it? Yeah, I could do it. So I went in. And I had some acrylic left over from another project I was doing. So I built these two dice towers for the guys. Uh, and then when I got done, even though it was acrylic, I still painted them, you know, silver, one silver, one's black. And, you know, they, they came out cool just for what we need. And it's just, again, creativity. Ingenuity, you can do anything. So, I've made them. And, I, you know, I put pictures up, and you know, they were excited about it, so that'll keep us from losing some dice anyways. Then the next biggest thing, you know, is I love detail. That is one of my things that I love. 
no matter what I do when it comes to making things, I love detail. And I think that's just, honestly, the more detail you can put into something, I think the better it is and, you know, the better it shows. So when I buy characters or figures or whatever to play with for D&D, no matter if it's just a character for myself or an actual creature or something to battle against, I want it to be the most detailed as possible. So I search and search and search and search. Well, a lot of people don't realize that a lot of this stuff, like if you look on Etsy, if you don't put a filter in, a lot of this stuff you're buying, it's overseas. And when you, if you set the filter just to the United States, you go from like sixteen to 20,000 you know, different pieces for you know, D&D when it's worldwide. But all of a sudden you narrow it down to the United States, it's like three or 400. You're like, dang. So, and I, a lot of the stuff I really like is overseas. And the problem with overseas is they don't just keep this stuff in stock. So what happens is when you place your order, they actually have to 3D print these things. So, and it takes a while, especially when they have other orders to do. And it, it says at the bottom of the screen, especially if it's coming overseas, it takes a month, sometimes a month and a half before you'll get this item. It's like, ugh, this is rough. So I've had good experiences on Etsy. I've had bad. Don't get me wrong. They will work with you to fix the, the situation. I'm not complaining about that. But it's still, I've received some items that were broke. And, you know, the seller's like, well, you know, it was only like six bucks, man. I mean, I can send you another one, but, you know, it's just these are tiny objects. No matter how we wrap them or send them, because they do wrap them in bubble wrap and put peanut foam in the boxes. So I, I just think it's coming from overseas. And, you know, I've had uh, family members that's worked at airports, you know, loading planes and stuff. And they've told me flat out, dude, when they load packages, they don't give a shit. They just chuck them in there. And that's why a lot of shit gets broke. So if you're able to buy local, buy local. Now, granted, again, I'm sorry. I know you don't get always the greatest selection, but I, I just as an American, I think we all need to invest in some 3D printers and learn how to use them because <laughs> buying stuff overseas sometimes, man, it just you never know what you're going to get. And the smaller the object and trying to get it detailed, it's more likely to break. <sighs> but other than that, so next, see, I told you I'm going to use that word so a lot today. I noticed that each show I got a word I like to use. Like, sometimes it's anyways, anyhow, but, but, so, see, so, 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 so. I'm going to get about another three more in. Next show, uh, I will see what everybody's up to. Again, I know everybody was busy today. Um, we're on day shift this week, unfortunately, and everybody's just busy. So, no one really, I messaged everybody. No one really had anything they really wanted to talk about anyways. And I really didn't either. But I wanted to get on here at least, you know, to keep the show consistent for you guys. Let you know what we're up to. Uh, the photo shoot thing. Guys, I'm going to be honest with you. This year, since January hit and after, you know, the past haunt season and just kind of how it ended up for me. You know, I love acting. I really do. I love acting and I love entertaining for you guys and performing and putting on a show. Whether I make you guys laugh, scare you, whatever. I love it. But something that I just don't tolerate is being taken taken for granted. And, um, again, I had some people get with me the other day and ask me, you know, what I was going to do. And, unfortunately, I'm done. Uh, I mean, I want to do photo shoots for you guys, but it feels like every time we post on Facebook or Instagram, you know, we'll get some likes. But it's like I tell her it's it's stupid because, like, on Facebook, you know, we have almost 11,000 followers. And only, like, five people like our shit. There's no way. 
statistically, there's no way. You have that many people, and it, don't get me wrong. Again, I understand Facebook's algorithm and all that other bullshit. There should be no algorithm. Just let people, if you have that many people, let people see your shit. They liked and followed you for a reason. You know, I didn't force nobody to like us. And then, so again, people liked us for a reason, but unfortunately, just we don't get enough attention that we need. And, you know, I want people if, to like it and, you know, and show us support. And unfortunately, we just don't get enough. That's why we just jumped to doing what we're doing here on Spotify and Anchor and, you know, just doing more of a radio thing than an actual live video thing because it just doesn't seem like we get enough views to, you know, waste our time. So we'll do this for a while. And then eventually, if, Facebook ever lets up or gets different ownership and, you know, slacks up on the reins a little bit, we might go back to doing some live stuff so you guys can see us again. Um, but as far as back to me personally, um, until things change, I I'm done for right now. Uh, I just, last year, you know, I talked with a lot of people, you know, that's upper in management, uh, you know, at the haunt I was working at, and I talked to them, and I explained the situation, and they agreed 100%. It was wrong for how I was treated and you know especially when I was doing 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 someone else's job for them and you know when they don't even bother to offer you know me assistant position and you know everybody's like why don't you ask I was like I mentioned it to them and it just got thrown to the side and just ignored for some reason but guys I'm a very blunt person you know I I I not I have no problem speaking my mind or saying something if something's bothering me. And I'm not going to be a push around either. People aren't going to, you know, throw me under the bus and then, you know, think I'm not going to say something. I, I will say something. And I don't think anybody in life should do that. If, you know, if you're wrong, you know, man up. My bad. But if you're right... And people still want to argue with you. By God, you better be ready to go and you know to throw down because I am one of those. I don't I don't believe in that. And my, my wife jokes with me all the time because she's like, "Oh, it's so aggravating." Because you know, like she'll ask me about a movie, for example. You know, oh, that person plays in this movie. Like, no, you're thinking of somebody else. No, that's the person. And she'll look it up. Shit, you were right. You know, you're always. It's not about me being right. It's just like I am one of the people, awkwardly, I do not like to be wrong, so therefore I do not put myself in circumstances to where I know I'm going to be wrong. I make sure if I'm going to say something, I know I know what I'm talking about, and I'm right because I just don't like being that person to have to apologize if there's no reason to. Now, if again, mistakes happen, you know, and I'm if, if I make a mistake, I'm more than willing. My bad. I apologize. I'm man enough to apologize, and I'll move on, of course. But... In my circumstance that I was in at my haunt was, you know, I was the first one there every weekend, Friday and Saturday. I was there before anybody, any other actor, any other employee. And I always made sure all my people were taken care of, you know, out of my own pocket. I made sure we had water and drinks every weekend, Friday and Saturday. For the first half of the year, I was bringing ice. But then one of the other managers told me, like, dude, we have an ice machine over there behind the... Um, Concession stands. Just go over there and get a bag from them. That would save you a little money. Okay, cool. So that helped out, and I appreciate that. So that worked out. But I would also go way out of my way and spending out of my money, thousands of dollars, on building costumes and all this stuff to make sure we look the best that we could possibly be to be the number one thing out there. 
But again, there was no hardly any recognition. And people that work out there say, oh, well, you got an award, you know, blah, blah, blah. The award was given because, you know, people in my group had to vote on it. And, you know, again, they voted on it. And I do appreciate it, you know, because they appreciated what I did for them this year. But still, management, though, didn't. And again, it's one of them things that management, you know, need needed to needed to, needs to start respecting more what people do for him out there. And there's a lot of managers out there that do respect what other people do for him and they promote within, but mine didn't. And I think, you know, it kind of bothered me, you know, because I've been out there for several years now. It was going on this would be actually my sixth year if I was still working. But uh again, it just irritated me because all the effort that I did, yes, I did receive an award at the end of the year, but that was because people voted on that. My my fellow actors voted on that. That was their decision because, again, they knew the effort that I put in, and I made sure they were always taken care of. And there was other things that I did, but, again, I'm not going to get onto the whole grocery list of all the stuff that I did. But I pretty much did the manager's job, and other management out there seen it and agreed 100% with what I'm saying to you now. And I should have been acknowledged and I should have been offered it, but I wasn't. And, you know, when I told him in January, you know, because I gave him plenty of time to think about it, and even after our banquet, nothing. Okay, cool. Plus, there was other things. There was other little things off to the side that just drove me, you know, I just got tired of some of the other immature people that did work out there. And some of the little drama things. It's like, you know, no matter where you go, there's going to be drama. I understand all that. So, but I, I'm getting too old for that stuff. And again, I want, it's, it's about having fun. And, you know, from September through October, you know, I deprive my family of my, of me being around because I'm constantly working and haunting. So I'm not home hardly half the time. So they don't get to see me for those two months and it's rough, but it's something that my wife and my kids know that I enjoy doing for you all. So, again, as of right now, I'm done. Um, if something else comes along down the road or things even change out at the haunt, like somebody else comes to me and says, look, things have changed. Uh, we're willing to sit down and talk. Okay, cool. We'll talk and we'll figure something out, maybe. But as of right now, I am finished. So, And I'm sorry for... Some of those out there that were really looking forward to seeing more pictures and stuff of us. And, you know, I'm sorry. Because uh, even with uh, Snags, you know, he feels the same. That, you know, he doesn't get, you know, all the recognition that he should he should deserve. Which, it is what it is. It It's in the haunt world, there's certain haunts that really do go all out, the owners do, to make sure that their actors know that, hey, I really do appreciate you working for me and going out there and killing it. Ours is like, eh, good job, you know. Yeah, I threw you a little banquet, okay. But, again, there's other owners that are nuts out there that just flat out would, like, do anything for you. And you can tell that they really do appreciate what you do. So, I told you that's my word, man. That's my word today. So, for me, being on here by myself, it sucks sometimes because <laughs> you don't have too much to talk about. 
I will continue to work with uh, Snags and Skids and Sandman, and we will try to come up with some other stuff. Hopefully, uh, throughout the summer, we can try to get together uh, and maybe do some type of outdoor photo shoot. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll try to figure out something. I don't know. I can't guarantee nothing because even Snags is not feeling it right now. He's just, it's one of the things that when you've been doing it as long as we have, I mean, Snags would be technically his 17th year. Mine would be my 32nd year of doing Haunt. And again, we love it, but it's just like, it's time for us to take a break and go maybe this year. If we don't Haunt, maybe we'll go check out some haunted houses or something because that's the other bad thing. When you work, when you work at one, it's hard to go check out other ones because most of them are open only the nights that you're open now there's a few that are open like on a thursday or a sunday but with our work schedules too our normal work it's just hard to do it all fit it all in so maybe this year we can take a little breather and see if we can find something a couple to go to and check those out and then uh hopefully we can keep you guys up to date on those and how they were kind of like a small little review for you guys that way you guys can go check some stuff out hopefully enjoy some haunts but, anywho. Alright, guys. Well, again, I won't take up too much of your guys' time with boring old sweets. I just wanted to get on here again to help keep the show consistent that we are still here every Monday, 5 p.m., whether it's a 10-minute show or an hour show. Uh, I think that is it. So, uh, I'm going to have you hooked on that word today. So, 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 I think... That is how I'm going to end it. So, <laughs> this is what happens when you're by yourself, damn it. You're bored and you just say so a lot. All right, guys. You guys try to have a good week. And if anything, uh, I will try to have somebody on with me next week. And hopefully we'll have some some topic to talk about. We'll see. All right, guys. Take her easy. See ya.